Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have House Republicans trying to dismantle the Department of Labor ESG retirement investing rules, ERA backers defeated in D.C. appeals case, another brick in the FTX wall, and a call for public comment regarding rental discrimination. Let's set our phasers to stun as we review today's legal news. The U.S. House of Representatives has approved a measure that could lead to the dismantling of the Department of Labor's new Environmental, Social, and Governance, that's ESG, Retirement Investing Rule. The Congressional Review Act measure, which was sponsored by Republican Representative Andy Barr, would prevent the department from enforcing the rule, which allows retirement plan decision makers to consider ESG implications when selecting and monitoring investments. The legislation has been fiercely opposed by Republicans who describe it as a woke political interference in private sector workplace retirement plans. The White House has opposed the House resolution and pledged to veto it if it passes both the House and Senate. The ESG rule permits plans to consider ESG factors if they are in the best financial interests of plan participants and beneficiaries. It undoes a Trump-era rule that restricted plans to pecuniary or strictly financial factors. The rule has won the support of major Wall Street asset managers, including BlackRock Inc. and State Street Corp., which believe it's a pathway for green investment products tailored for retirement plan customers. A U.S. appeals court has ruled that federal courts cannot order that the Equal Rights Amendment be published as part of the Constitution as the ERA's backers failed to prove indisputably that the congressional deadline set for states to ratify it is invalid. The ERA would create a constitutional ban on discrimination under the law based on sex, impacting issues such as pay equity, pregnancy discrimination, violence against women, and abortion. The decision is a big loss for ERA supporters, including the state attorneys general of Illinois and Nevada, who sued the U.S. archivist to demand publication of the measure as the 28th Amendment. The D.C. Circuit Court found that the states fell short since prior Supreme Court cases provide at least some support for Congress's power to set time limits on the ratification of constitutional amendments. The ruling leaves Congress with the ability to act to remove the time limit and recognize the amendment as valid. The appeals court left undecided a separate question about the ERA's ratification, the issue of five of the original 35 ratifying states having taken action to rescind their ratifications. Republican attorneys general from Alabama, Louisiana, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Tennessee intervened in the case to oppose publishing the ERA arguing that the 1979 deadline means the amendment process must start over if it's going to be added to the Constitution. Nishad Singh, the co-founder and former director of engineering of cryptocurrency exchange FTX, has pled guilty to fraud charges and agreed to testify against his former boss, Sam Bankman-Fried. Singh's guilty plea is likely to strengthen the prosecution's case against Bankman-Fried, whose trial is scheduled for October. Singh admitted to six criminal counts, including conspiring to commit securities and commodities fraud. He said that at Bankman-Fried's direction, he falsified FTX's revenue to make the company more attractive to investors. Singh also admitted to making illegal political donations using Alameda funds. Alameda was Bankman-Fried's crypto investment firm that borrowed billions of dollars from FTX and failed to repay them. In parallel actions, the Securities and Exchange Commission and Commodities Futures Trading Commission filed civil fraud lawsuits against Singh. His lawyers have said that Singh will do everything he can to make things right for FTX victims. The Federal Trade Commission and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau are seeking public comment on how background screening practices may be shutting renters out of housing. The agencies are concerned that the use of criminal and eviction records, as well as algorithms, may be leading to discriminatory outcomes. They are asking current and prospective tenants, landlords, property managers, advocacy groups, background screening companies, and others to provide input on a range of issues related to tenant screening, including the use of algorithms and automated decision-making. The agencies want to identify practices that may unfairly prevent consumers from obtaining and retaining housing. The public has 90 days to submit comments at regulations.gov, and the agencies will use the input to inform their enforcement and policy actions. 
The Fair Credit Reporting Act imposes requirements on many aspects of the tenant screening process, which both agencies enforce. As always, the link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers, and for bearing with me through my respiratory difficulties this week. Hopefully, my normal voice, such as it is, will be returning soon. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, though, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew, and my co-host is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners find our show, and I thank those of you that have reviewed or left a rating for us already. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review if you haven't already on your podcast player, we sure would appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, maybe consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQCast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, may your minimum competence be competently de minimis. 